Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about creepy anti-bacon? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? Excellent. How are you? I am tip top. All right. Tip top, pip pop. I'm all right. What's going on? What is up in uh, the world of Kelsey? I want to know where our our baby is. Where's our son? <laughs> he is over there. Would you like to see the baby? Yes, I would like to see the baby. Okay. Uh, would you like to know a secret about the baby? Yeah. For those of you who are not in the know, you should get on Twitch more often because we just built our brand new best friend. His name is BD1. It's our newest Lego stream. Look at him. He's so cute. I wish you guys could see him. Go to our Instagram. Look at pictures of him. Robert's wiggling about me right now. Okay. So I actually came home and restarted Jedi Fallen Order. Hell yeah. And he totally does have a whole suite of just like lightable electronics. He has like a whole light bright on the back of his fucking head. Cool. That changes color if he's angry, sad, sending you healing things and stuff. So like it changes all the time. And I was like... I do remember thinking that was neat in the game, so this does make sense to me. All right. <clears throat> I dropped him. <gasps> Is he okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. He was in the car. So there's the photo of him in the car seat in Instagram, right? Yeah. I was so nervous because I noticed you didn't buckle him in. And yes, I, I did was... not buckle him in. <laughs> and I get home at like one thirty in the morning. Past that, you left my house at like 2, I think. I don't know, but I was outside till like 2.30 after I got home because I was like, I have to find these pieces because I <laughs> took like a turn. You like dropped him, dropped him. <laughs> no, he was in the seat and then he just went, bam, and he like fell like in between the door. Oh, God. <laughs> and stuff. So I pick him up and basically the medicine things just uh-huh. fell in the seat. Beautiful. Easy okay. to find. The only two things that happened were these two antenna came off. And I was like, well, those are tiny as fuck. (laughs) Found the first one immediately. Beautiful. Good. Find the second one. I'm stabbing it back in. Pop off this whole ear between the seat again. Fuck. Fuck. And then I found that and I reassembled him inside. And he hasn't been touched since then until right now. So. All right. He goes back up here. We tilt the head. Lovely. I love him. He's totally fine. Good. But yeah, he totally fell and I was like, not picking you up till I get home. <laughs> so he just like rode with his face in the the corner of the the car the whole way home. Poor baby. But he's fine. He's good. Well I didn't drop him. I I rolled him. <laughs> you Tokyo drifted him. I did. And it's funny 'cause well, it's not funny, but like I wasn't <laughs> I was trying to Instagram that photo. 
Yeah. So when I was making the turn, I was trying to do it, but I couldn't hold him. Bro. So I was like, Don't do that. I was like, we we can take this real nice and easy. Why and then like Instagramming and driving. I heard him shift, and I was like, oh, that fool's leaning, and he just goes, oh, God. And I heard him terrible. Fall. And I was like, do I pull over now or later? <laughs> and I was like, maybe it's like a whole um. Like, you don't pull the knife out kind of thing because then you bleed out sooner. So it's like, <laughs> just let them lay there and all the pieces will, like, s- solidify where they fell. Yeah. It's like, just a stab wound. So, yeah. I totally dropped this fool. Don't Instagram and drive, kids. But he's lovely now. Yeah, he's perfect. Like, I proved he was good. That's why I took another photo. So so I did that other photo when I got home to make up for uh-huh. the fact that he got dropped because he looked okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. I just want you to know the poor the poor boy ahead of time. Poor Bumpus. Dude, can you imagine if like one of those eyes popped out or something? That'd be so um, sad. It'd been so hard to find. Good thing my car is clean because yeah. I was just like, oh, there it is. Nice. Anyway, before that, I um I didn't really get to talk about this too much because of our recording schedule last week. Yeah. That's why our recording schedule was off last week, because I wanted to go see a movie. I felt like I had to be there at the time in the know for Terrifier 2. Zeitgeist. Yes. A very weird zeitgeist because, I mean, nobody really cares. Although my theater was completely (laughs) sold out. Yeah, so somebody cares. So I want to see Terrifier 2, which I only know about because a patron Ismail had tagged me in a video like a year ago of 10 movies that tried to like break their audience by being like too much or something right yeah so i was like cool i'll watch those and to date i've still only seen like three i still have a ways to go yeah but uh terrifier one was on there and i loved that movie i thought it's it was basically like so killer good. clown dude right yep it's just a killer clown dude it's halloween night and he does um messed up stuff okay there's no story really like that first movie has no story Hmm. it's just wanton mayhem on halloween night and the people that happen to be around all right there's nothing there which is what i liked about it like i didn't want more than that i was like oh cool a literal mindless slasher i don't have to think about this movie i can just just see one of those sit with it you know yeah plus i liked him because he's kind of a mime he makes no noises ever oh weird okay yeah he doesn't laugh silent clown he doesn't say anything he is just a face and god he's so sarcastic to his with his silence yeah like (laughs) man he i think in the first one uh they're in like an abandoned building and the sky's there to like clean it up so he's like a night janitor or some shit okay and he's like buffering the floors and stuff and this girl breaks away and she screams for him right yeah and uh so his name's art the clown right okay art the clown comes up and sticks her with a needle puts her out and then he just like kind of like moves her out of the way and then the guy turns around keeps cleaning right (laughs) okay and he's like making fun of her in that moment but he's quiet so like he kind of like had stabbed her pulls her off to the side and then he's just kind of like Oh, you didn't make it. <laughs> Can't hear you. But like, he doesn't say that shit. He just mimes it all. Yeah. And I was like, what a dick. 
like this guy. God. Like, that's what I liked about Freddy. He played with his people, kind of, you know? Yeah. Um, I hate the remake, but there's a line in it that's so good. This guy's screaming when he sees him, and he finally, like, stops screaming, and he's like, why are you screaming? I haven't even cut you yet. <laughs> that is such a good line, dude. Because, <laughs> okay. like, nothing has happened. Now's the time for screaming, you know? And so Arthur sure. Clown does that. He plays with his people, but he is so gross, dude. He's just gnarly. He's bad news bears. Mm. In fact, now that part two's come out, I keep seeing all over Twitter, people are trying to crown him the new king of slasher films. Oh, really? Like, people want him to be the mascot for what you think of when you think of slasher film person. Huh, like, all right. people are trying to dethrone Michael Myers and say Art the Clown trumps Michael Myers. Weird. I don't think I've ever even seen a picture of this clown. Let That's me see a bold fucking claim. Do a Google real quick. Uh, black and white clown, big nose, and he has like one little black dot on the end of his nose. I've and then, never like, seen this guy. A little side top hat. Wait, is this a really old movie? No. Okay, so I just typed in Art the Clown. Okay, so I kind of recognize him. And I get three movies. All Hallows Eve, Terrifier, and The Ninth Circle. Yeah, The Ninth Circle is kind of the one that I recognize. Okay, so that was like when they were still playing with the idea of him. Okay. Then he was like really introduced in All Hallows Eve, which was an anthology. And then Terrifier is like his movie alone. Huh. All right. So has the same guy played him like throughout the entire yes. thing? And he is the nicest looking man <laughs> for the <laughs> shit that comes out of these movies. Uh, his name is David Howard Thornton. And he looks so benevolent and nice. He does. He just looks like a handsome young gentleman. Yeah, he looks super nice. And he plays... The most gnarly serial killer I've ever seen in a movie <laughs> ever. Weird. He looks like such a fucking theater nerd when he's not in this clown makeup. I know. So, anyway, that's Terrifier. He's the silent mime dude. And the first one is very just watch the shit happen. It's gross, right? All right. And then the second one is entirely crowdfunded. It's an indie movie. Shit. And it's two and a half hours. That's like unheard of. That's a long movie for a horror movie. That's just a slasher. And it is full lore. Like, they are trying to go into an entire fucking thing with this guy. And they set up so many breadcrumbs. And nobody eats the breadcrumbs. <laughs> like, they introduce so many things. That you're like, oh, what is that going to mean? And it never gets re never gets resolved, never gets brought up. So a lot of people hated the first one because they wanted lore. Okay. Then they were getting lore and then weren't fulfilled. So people hate the second one. Okay. People that love the first one because he was mindless and did what he did kind of hate the second one because now they're getting a story and they didn't want that. Okay. I'm a little bit in that camp. I still liked part two a lot, but now I have so many questions that I don't think I'll appreciate to until the third one happens. Oh, shit. Are they going to do a third one? They hope. Okay. I mean, like, the director guy has, like, officially been like, I have plans. Like, I know where this goes. I hope I get to tell that. So, we don't know. Hmm. 
All right. I mean, it's probably going to be crowdfunded again, for all we know. Oh, but I did... I did find a factoid that I wanted to tell you about it. All right. Terrifier 2 got $400,000 in its opening night at the theater. That's impressive. For like an indie film, right? Yeah. In fact, for that night alone, not of all time, it was the second highest grossing movie of Thursday. Wow. The only movie that made more than that movie on that night was Smile. Dang, okay. And Amsterdam was out on that day, too. Wow. Man, see, I was going to go see Amsterdam, and then I saw, like, the Rotten Tomatoes reviews, and everyone was yeah. like, it's fucking bad. Don't see it. So It's, it's probably boring. <sighs> um, but, yeah, like, this movie made money. Yeah. I mean, probably not like great money, but the but fact that cool. only Smile made more than this movie on that day tells you like people showed up for this yeah. movie, and it's cool that it, only a horror movie made more than it did. Yeah, it was released in nine hundred movie theaters across the country. Wow, so it was a pretty small release. Yeah, and for like such a for such a limited release for to have it like sell out in your theater and to see that it made yeah. a ton of money. That's just like a good precedent for crowdfunding movies. Like maybe we'll see more of that in the future. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's people out there that have interesting ideas and stuff and they don't get to tell it. And that's what crowdfunding is all about is letting yeah. you give that person that time. That's what zombie tramp is. It's all crowdfunded. Right. You know, that's why Yimtope is. <laughs> yeah. So, I wanted to tell you one thing about it, though. There's a kill in this movie that is so unlike every other kill in the whole thing. Okay. And and after the movie, they did an interview with the guy that directed it and Art the Clown himself, right? Yeah. This movie was being filmed in 2020. COVID hit. Mm. Boom. We stop in the movie, right? And they were they had stopped in the middle of that kill scene. Okay. So that kill scene was supposed to take like 30 seconds or something quick. And they pretty much filmed it. Yeah. And now they couldn't work anymore. So the director is actually a practical effect artist. Hell yes. So he's just sitting at home going like, let me build some practical effects and see what I can make out of this. <laughs> oh my God. And he turned it into like a 10 minute kill. Jesus. And it is just bad. It's so bad, the things that happens, <laughs> and it's all practical, and it's all happening. Oh, my God. Like, you watch all of it happen. Book. Which is what's wild. And it's not like, it's not like super quick shots where it's like you're cutting between different things, so you're bouncing around, and you kind of don't get a clear image. It's like, yeah. look at this, like, latex <laughs> scalp pulling off of this lady's head, you know? God. I mean, you get shit in this movie and it was very good i enjoyed it. Right. it 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 did not feel like two and a half hours but it kind of ruins it for me tell me if this ruins it for you okay art the clown in that first movie he's just like there he just shows up on halloween night he's doing shit bad stuff right he's just a bad guy uh-huh they kind of go like is he supernatural or is he just a dude who mm. knows? Oh, he's full-blown supernatural now. Like, we know this oh. for a fact. This dude is not of people. Okay. But we don't know what that means. 
because randomly at the end of the movie, I mean, if you guys, I just told you this, and I want to tell you guys this, if you listened to the Smile review last time, that movie was so full of fake outs, I was thinking while driving to Terrifier, having just discussed that movie with you the night before, that I was like, what if it ended when she ran out of the house and went to the boyfriend cop's place, right? Right. And then the credits roll. And then when the credits stop rolling, she's back at the farmhouse and you get that full ending of the movie with the fucking rip off the face and all the wild shit. Like, what if that was after the credits? So that the ending was a fucking fake out. Yeah. I was like, that would be amazing. Then Terrifier 2 did it. That's amazing. It ended and the credits roll and then there's another 20 minute scene. That is nuts. Like, and that then the credits happen. roll again. Oh my god! But like different credits now. But at the end, but in that like mid credits, I guess you want to call it. Yeah. The lady that he messed up in the first movie, that's that's still alive because one lady survives from part one. Okay. But she's like messed up. She is in a mental asylum, and she basically births him at the end what because like he's dead and somebody's like making their rounds at night and she's fucking screaming and there's bl- i mean it's very graphic but she's just like sitting in blood later and the lady's like oh no what happened to you so she like opens unlocks the door opens it and then like she looks up and her hair was down and when she looks up like she's cradling his head what the fuck and it just like smiles and kind of like does a little <laughs> art the clown stupid face thing so you're like how do you get born out of this? Like, I don't understand. Like, you get these things, but I, we, we don't know why. But all that does is say, yep, he's not a normal human. Because yeah. why else would he be birthed out of a random lady face That's first? bizarre. With the top hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's not like it was just his face. It was him in the clown makeup and the top hat. He's a signed clown at birth. So I don't understand. It didn't make a lot of sense. But if you want to see, like, nasty, gory shit, like, I mean, you can't top Terrifier. That is the most gnarly, nasty shit that exists in movies. Okay. It's too much. Fuck. Uh, there was a guy next to me. I, I just want to tell you about the guy next to me. Everybody's sitting in their seats. Normally, you go to theater, you recline. Yeah. Like, you recline a little bit. Yeah, sure. I didn't recline a whole lot because I had popcorn, so I wanted to kind of keep it up, you know. So I like recline like a little bit, just part my legs up oh, like a hair, right? Sure. This dude is sitting straight up. I mean, straight <laughs> full up. And like when somebody would walk in the theater, he would like, oh, and like. This guy's not okay. And then like calm down and he'd sit back down. And he was sitting there watching it, and every time something scary would come on the screen, he'd crack his fingers. He would just go, like, and, like, crack (laughs) his fingers, like, (laughs) But then when there were jump scares, his whole body would tense, and you would see him shake, and he would go, Was this guy there with anybody? No. Everybody came to this theater alone because of their (laughs) shame, okay? Nobody can trade their girlfriend with them. Yeah. Please, honey. One guy did greatest interaction because the movie ended and she straight up turned and said, I saw your stupid movie. Can we go? Oh my God. (laughs) And so they get up and leave. One guy showed up with two ladies. So hell yeah. Big boss dude there. 
then the back row i think was like a film a film class or something because it like the entire row knew each other all right that's a lot of people you know nobody has that many friends right like that's a (laughs) lot of people that's like 25 people yeah that's a lot of people who who i don't care if you have a bunch of friends have you ever taken 25 fucking people to a movie theater at the same fucking time no, like, nobody, we can't organize, like, one D&D night. Dude, I took kids to movies for my birthday many years. At most, ten, perhaps? Yeah. But, like, to fill up a row with people, people, that had to be, like, some type of group. There's no way. They were scheduled to be there. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody liked it, I think. There was no cheering like it was just quiet okay even when i saw john wick when john wick would do the kills people would be like oh like people were into it they were excited and it was like electric right like i kind of thought that would happen in this but it felt Mm. like people were more just so disgusted they couldn't believe they paid money to see this movie people were just sitting there taking it in and i was like i use my credit so i'm seeing it for free (laughs) so i don't care yeah yeah it was weird it was a weird time, hmm. but that guy watched, conquered his clown fear, I guess, and he go. just like grabbed his popcorn and was just kind of like, "I'm done here," and just exited the theater. Like, all right, no nothing. I was more scared and smile of the lady behind me than anybody in that theater. <laughs> <laughs> everybody there seemed okay. Well, good. I know I did ask you this, and you're free to make the joke again if you would like. Okay. What did everybody look like in that theater? In what theater? My Terrifier theater. Oh, uh, they all look like you, I'm sure. (laughs) Every single person looked exactly like me. (laughs) Like, short, dark hair, some with glasses, some not, but just like, yep, I'm in a t-shirt, let's see a crazy movie. (laughs) And nobody looked at each other, nobody wanted to talk, because like, I'm sitting next to a dude, and I was hoping to be like, oh, did you like the first one? But like, when I looked at him, he was like, please don't talk to me. (laughs) Yeah, so I... Stayed my distance from everybody except for the dude who was scared the whole time because I. When you go to a theater. Okay, well, now they do the tray that swings in front of you. Yeah. But in an old school movie theater, there was just a cup holder on your left and a cup holder on your right. Yep. Which cup holder do you choose? The right. I put mine in the right and he went for the left. And I was like, well... Because the seat on the end, on on the left, there was a cup holder on the left. So I'm like, okay, so you do go left. Okay. <laughs> but the seat all the way on the right, there was a cup holder on the right. So, so somebody really, somewhere in the middle has to fuck it up. Yeah, so somewhere on the line, you just kind of flip-flop to the other side, right? <laughs> okay, it's sure. like It's like a spinning water whenever you flush it on different hemispheres, you know? If you're on the right <laughs> side of the theater, the cup goes on the right. If you're on the left side of the theater, it goes on the left. And technically, I guess I was on the left side of the theater, so I should have put it on the left. But I went right, because that's where you go with your drinks. And he's just kind of like, I don't know where to put my drink. And I was like, oh, sorry about that, guy. And I move my cup over, and then he sits down and sits straight and never moves again. Like, okay. Weird time. Weird time. Good movie. So, All right. I guess check that out one day if anybody wants to just be mentally scarred for life. <laughs> if you want to have a, a, a less terrifying time at the theater as long as you're not homophobic (laughs) go see bros 
Uh, how was that? I was going to see it and didn't get around to it. It was actually really good. I was, um, I was surprised. To see, well, I guess I wasn't surprised to see the theater was not super full. It was like yeah. me and Richard and then two other couples. But like this movie's getting bad reviews. And I because genuinely it's don't gay. know why. It's because like, it's gay. That can't be the only reason, right? Like I'm mm. sad that it's bombing. So I have two questions. One's real, one's fake. Okay. Uh, is one fake? Now they're both real. Okay. All right. The dude that Billy on the street is getting with. Uh huh. Is he a straight guy? In the and movie, maybe or as an actor, gay? No, like in the movie. In the movie, he's gay. But he's just like a jock gay. Yeah. Okay. Because I, when I saw the trailer, I was like. Is this like a he meets a closeted gay kind of guy? Thing? I kind of thought that's what sure. it was going to be because like they do make some jokes in the movie like, oh, he's so straight because like he sends office gifts and stuff while he's texting. Yeah. So, OK, OK. I thought that would be a plot point. That's what I was wondering from the trailer, but I wasn't sure. No. Second yeah. question. Does Billy on the street ever get very Billy on the street? Do I get a crazy hectic screaming moment from billy on the street in this movie i mean that's just who he is as a person so so yes i mean a little bit he doesn't go full on billy on the street microphone in somebody's face but i don't care i want like a just just like i don't know what wedding cake i don't know just screaming (laughs) and being wild you know yeah i think like the one point of the movie that people are having i don't know beef with is that billy actner just kind of plays himself which he's that the movie's about him it's autobiographical so like of oh, course shit. he's playing himself i didn't know that yeah it, it's like semi-autobiographical i guess so okay. hang on um, can i crack this for billy on the street oh yeah absolutely <laughs> i I'm love just you drinking, billy on the street i'm drinking like a big old diet coke so okay. nice i did not know that and also who gives a shit most comedians that are known from somewhere not in movies if they're known for like a stand-up or something like that, that's uh-huh. who they play the first time around to get you introduced to them in a in a movie yeah, setting. Right. Taylor's favorite person, uh, Eliza Schlesinger, uh-huh. did Freezing Hot and all that stuff, right? She did a movie, but it's basically like her stand-up stuff in a movie. Yeah. Fucking Kevin James is literally just himself. Adam Sandler's just himself most times. Aziz like, sorry, always himself. Yeah, so I don't know why that's a sticking point. Yeah. For this one. Like, that's a weird hill to die on. Right. Like, the movie is a lot of just, like, Billy Eichner monologues, which, fine. I thought they were funny, because I think okay. Billy Eichner is funny. But, um, yeah, I guess there's... I don't... I'm trying to figure out what crowd of people sees this preview and is like, oh, a Billy Eichner movie. And then they go to it, and they're like, I hate Billy Eichner. <laughs> and then they review it poorly. <laughs> like, I'm confused on that aspect. I'm... I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the movie. It wasn't, like oscar worthy it's just a nice rom-com and it was good to see representation for people that are not just like straight i guess yeah. I, I mean it's got an 88 on rotten tomatoes right now it's okay good that's pretty generous for them it was fucking bombing on twitter like everyone's like don't go see bros it's the worst and i'm guessing oh but that's twitter twitter yeah, it's just homophobia i yeah, suppose <laughs> but um yeah don't don't believe the hate go see it there was this whole article that was like we should let gay media bomb and like okay (laughs) 
but it was written from the perspective of a gay person and i'm like i don't understand where this is coming from because there's like a whole push that like we need to see this as gay people we need to go see this because if we don't see it then it's gonna flop and then hollywood won't take more of our stories okay and there's a anti that movement where people are like it's just another movie let it bomb i'm like but like but what if it's a good movie still (laughs) it is a good movie and like (laughs) i think it sucks if this does bomb because that is just another reason that hollywood would be like we can't make another gay rom-com look at what bros did and the movie's very like self-referential it does that kind of stuff where billy eichner pitches a movie to hollywood and they're like oh it's too gay and they sell him no so pissed off yeah, dude. It um, <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah, it's a big bomb. Really? Fuck. It, its budget. I mean, we say, oh, that's small. I mean, it's still twenty-two million dollars. Fuck. But okay. that's pretty small. All right. You know, and it's only made nine so far. Really? That makes so, me so angry. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's bombing hard. If you like romantic comedies go see this movie if you're a homophobic asshole get the fuck off this podcast and go look in the mirror for a good 25 hours and then go see this movie (laughs) interestingly enough though it made its projected earning though really it was was projected to gross eight to ten on its opening weekend they were like yeah this one's gonna fucking bomb (laughs) that sucks i wish that more people would go see this if you haven't seen it I would go see it. I just think it's good. Oh. Oh. What? That nine is from like several weeks worth. It only oh made... Oh my God. <laughs> ...just under five million its first week and then earned two million the following week. So it's grossed like nine million altogether now. So yeah, it's like basically done. That sucks. Billy Ackner was on Twitter being like, my movie bombed because straight people hate it. And... Apparently, straight people and gay people hate it, so. <laughs> well, I'm seeing it then, because, well, first of all, I wanted to see it. I yeah. bought tickets. I just didn't get to. And now I'm going to make a point to not go see it on a Tuesday for cheap. I'm going to pay full fucking price, because fuck them, dude. Okay. Yeah, I'll pay 20 bucks for this movie now. Yeah. That's so... I think you'll like your time with it. There's nothing that I didn't outright enjoy about this movie the trailer had me so grabbed like yeah i was i was about the trailer yeah so i yeah that's, if you liked the trailer you'll like the movie uh that's that's dumb that upsets me that makes me cry yeah let's uh let's take a break and dry these tears yes please Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Jason, and we're the hosts of the Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. And we are on a mission to rid the world of Facebook fake, Instagram ickies, and Twitter takes. And we do this through unfiltered dialogue about faith, mental health, and uncomfortable conversations. And sometimes we talk about really deep and serious topics. And sometimes we talk about stupid stuff and make jokes and talk about our lifelong goal of being great at fitness. But no matter what, we are unfiltered as we talk. So we hope that you join us on the journey. Clap it in. Three, two, one. Sweet. Try to hit me with a like a Bruce Lee clap. You know, like he would only punch somebody from like this far away. Oh my god! And then, like be able to like fucking wreck you. Oh, that was pretty good. So yeah, you do it real close and just. Bah. How close can you clap? 
Oh, oh Bruce Lee's gotten some shit. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> oh, that's hard. That's like from this close, just you, like you feel the pectorals rip. <laughs> hit my microphone. Hang on. Oh, you're just gonna hurt themselves. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody, see how close you can clap. How close together can your hands be, and then you just move them together and get a good clap. Yeah. But like a good clap. I don't want just like a like a. Yeah, nothing. Except I mean, it's a fucking TikTok of you clapping with your hands real close together. <laughs> for real, that's, dude. Did we just start the new trend? I think it's we like, did. It's like Bruce Lee clap. <laughs> <laughs> we might actually be able to do. You know what? I'm making a TikTok of that later. All right, because, hell yeah. Uh, that's ours. Like if if that Put starts, stamp on it. Yeah, we're getting our time time stamp on it first. Fuck dude. you guys. <laughs> Trying to steal our shit. Internet. How dare you? How kids. dare you try to steal our shit? You fucking kids. You already stole dirty legs. You stole <laughs> crack. You, you stole crack in your dick. I heard that on the news the other day. God. We did a show about that like a year ago. So you know what? I'm getting that out there. I'm not putting this, this one, in pre-ramble. This one's ours. And it's fucking getting stolen. This is the <laughs> this is a yim-tope thing. If you enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode by going over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and sign up there to be a patron. The patrons tell us what they love and we do more of that because we love them. The patrons are there to guide us. They're like a, like a river rafting guide. I don't know. They're a guide. A Sherpa. <laughs> they, send us to, they send us to the top of the mountain and then down the river. Anyway, if you want to be the ultimate supporter beyond the Patreon, you can get yourself some Yemtope gear over at the Yemtope Apparel store. And this month only, you can get 25% off if you're a patron. You can also get 15% off if you're not a patron. Or if you want to sign up to be a patron for two bucks, get that 25% off code and then dip, you can do that too. The link to the shop is in the show notes. Thank you so much to all of our supporters, financial and otherwise. And now let's get you back on to that regularly scheduled Yemtope content. Uh, this is not really <laughs> a yum dope topic, but I want to talk about it. Bringing it in hot. Let's do it. Okay. This. Let's talk about Sandy Hook. Okay. <laughs> Have you been reading the news? I don't read news. Okay. <laughs> I pretend the outside world does not exist because it's... That's fair. It's full of people that think gay movies should bomb, so... Yeah. So, um, if anybody out there is unaware, there's this big fucking idiot named Alex Jones who has been on a tirade about how Sandy Hook was paid actors and like okay i have heard that though basically saying that sandy hook the the intensely horrible shooting of an elementary school like back in what 2012 uh cool Let's it happened on a list as i google it <laughs> let's see that was in 2012 yeah a yeah. bunch of children died it was fucking horrible um, oh that guy yeah, Alex Jones, you're looking at a picture of him? Yeah. yeah. The one who's I've, like, the water's making the frogs gay. The frogs gay. Yeah, I've seen that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that guy. Um, he has been sued by the members, like family members of Sandy Hook victims. Yes. And they've been working on this for, for years. Probably 10 years now because he's on this stupid tirade for 10 years. Yep. And he has now been like the the figures of the lawsuit are now coming down they've they've said that he has owed these families damages and okay. it's amazing because okay, okay so there's this thread on twitter uh by this man named 
Ben Collins. I think he's a journalist. Okay. He's got a, he's got a check mark. So he tweets absolutely astronomical figures in this Infowars lawsuit out of Connecticut. Alex Jones owes two hundred and twenty nine million to just the first three plaintiffs. Holy shit! There are nine additional plaintiffs. Okay. So after all of it came down, uh, there's been like like 30 million plus judgments to pretty much each family. It is over a billion dollars that he owes all of these people for emotional damages. Shit. I'm so happy. <laughs> Dude, I saw... Okay, because I did see him in the news when he started to go to court. Uh-huh. And he went on his show because he's got that show or whatever, right? Infowars, which I'm not going to give them free publicity, but they might be fucking dead after this because of all the goddamn money Good. he owes. Do you know what he said? On, like, he went to that show, like, the day before the hearing, and you know what he said on that show? What did he fucking say? That all the people in the courtroom were demons, and they were here to try to enact oh my God. some type of demonic evilness against us righteous people and like he went off that like they were literal hell spawn crawled out from hell given form as a judge these people to believe him to attack him personally i can't with this man my eyes rolled so far back into my head that i you saw back in time saw my spine (laughs) good dude yeah that's that's when I was like, I don't want to know anything else about this man because that was enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of it, he said, this must be what hell is like. They just read out the damages, even though you don't got the money. Oh, my God. What Good. I hope ever, you dude. fucking rot. I hope generations down the line, your family is destitute for all the shit you said about these people. These poor families. Imagine. Imagine your kid dies horribly in a school shooting. And then for the next decade, you have to hear this fucking bigot talk about how the water is turning the frogs gay and also your child was a paid actor who didn't actually die at the hands of a senseless gunman imagine yeah dude like (sighs) that shit is mind bottling if i was that parent yeah nothing could stop me from murdering this oh (laughs) for real oh my god and i'll have you know they're getting money I was say, I was uh, trying to think of who I was trying to picture, and I was like, he reminds me of that scary pastor, and I was like, yes. So I just typed into Google "scary pastor," uh-huh. and I got Kenneth Copeland. There he is. <laughs> like he is a scary pastor. He like, is. He's soulless. The fact that he was the top Google search for scary pastor <laughs> says enough, dude. Like <sighs> these people that get in that power, that get in that position. That's my whole thing with the mist, dude. That's why I was so about the mist because that shit happens. Yes, it does. Like you get one moment where you can like maybe believe they had some type of divine. I saw this before you could. And then they just go, oh, give everything up. Yeah, totally follow. You know, I I can't with that, dude. If you want to hear a shit on religion some more, you should go <laughs> sign up to be a patron and watch our review of The Mist because we just went hard on that one. Stephen King, for real, very anti-religious, and we th- we find that interesting. Um, kind of been on anti-religion TikTok lately. Oh, really? I've been getting a lot of stuff. One was good. <laughs> we can cut this out if you want, or do you want it? I mean, let's go into it. It was an interesting one. It was like 
So it's like the same guy doing like the left and right person thing. So it's him uh-huh. talking to himself, but being different people. And he was yeah. all like, hey, uh, uh, you you said that you don't really uh, like go to the church anymore. So like, can I ask like what the what the deal was? And he's like, oh, of course you can. But it's probably not what you would think. And he's like, oh, wait, I want to guess. Was it like this thing? And he's like, no. And he's like, was it this thing? He's like, no. And he's like, was it this part of religion? So, like, he guesses three things, and he's like, it's none of that stuff. And he's like, mm-hmm. then what is it? And he's like, oh, it's the atonement. And he's like, you, you have a problem with the atonement? <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, because it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And he's like, what do you mean? So he's like, well, think about it. This guy made his kid come to Earth and take the blame for everybody else, and now everybody else can just do whatever they want. That doesn't make sense to me. So then the guy's yeah. like, well, how can it not? Like, that's the scripture. And he's like, okay, okay. If somebody commits a crime and we all agree, this guy can take the blame and he gets, you know, the sentencing and all that stuff. Is that right? And he's like, well, no, he, he didn't do anything. And he's like, exactly. You're saying this guy didn't do anything. How can he take the punishment for everyone else? Hmm. And then he goes, I get it. I see. You just left the church because you want to sin. I get it. <laughs> and then he goes, that's not what I said. And then he goes, well, that's the only way my brain makes sense of this conversation. And I have to believe that now. And then the TikTok yeah. ends. I get a lot of anti-religious TikToks too, actually. Like there's a lot of uh, people that went to like pray the gay away camps and are now out of that situation or are talking about their experiences. There's a bunch of that on TikTok. And it yeah. is so sad. Yeah. But that whole... I think, man, this one's come up a bunch. I've seen it a thousand times, but it's, it's just so good, though. You've seen the one with uh, R- Ricky Gervais, and he's on John Stewart's show. Not John Stewart. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who's Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. And Stephen yeah, Colbert is very religious, uh-huh. right? And he was like, but don't you believe in, like, a higher power? And, and ooh, Stephen almost gets him. Stephen almost. got him, like, in a corner. <laughs> and it was so... Oh, my God. I, that is so good. He's like, okay, but here's the thing. If we take all the scriptures, if we take all of that and we destroy them, thousands of years from now, they'll be back, mm-hmm. but different. But if we take every science book and we destroy them, thousands of years from now, they'll come back and be the exact same. Yeah. Because that's real. And Stephen Colbert was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, hasn't that nothing <laughs> to say? And I'm fine with Stephen's point he's not even really saying like i believe it because of whatever he's like i just have gratitude for life and i want to direct it somewhere and that's where i choose to direct it yeah and which i'm is cool with that weird but i'm cool with that like you're basically saying that's my thing and yeah i sure. want to point this in this direction which is fine but then you got like these these two guys kenneth copeland alex jones <laughs> that do not point a gratitude anywhere no, they just try to like it's hatred pointed everywhere. That's what it is. Yeah. Like there there's something behind Kenneth Copeland's eyes. Like if I were to he gives me uncanny valley, but like from a human. Okay, we've discussed I don't get that. That is yeah. the only time I've ever gotten it is looking at yeah. that man. Because it, that is not a man. No, yeah, it looks like a he looks like a literal demon in a skin suit. Like he looks <laughs> like if if somebody were to send a demon 
a physical yeah. demon to Earth and dress him up in a skin suit Ugh. to like recruit more followers. Yeah, that's him. I pulled up the images for Scary Pastor, and they just show <laughs> a picture of him next to Gollum, and it looks like the exact same person. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god, that was really funny. Yeah, but yeah, so like super happy. That was amazing news because by like a billion dollars a billion dollars that's the like estimated right uh it's over a billion dollars among all the plaintiffs i don't have an exact figure okay because it was like it's 229 just to the first three and there's nine more to go so it's like when all said and done we're looking at over a billion dollars yeah but also you're really gonna tell me do you really gonna tell me that all of your churchy followers aren't just going to pony that up for you. You honestly know that shit happens. God, you know I, that's going to happen. Send out the virtual collection hat. I that upsets me. I didn't think about that. There's going to be like a a GoFundMe. You know Alex exactly that's going to happen. Money. It's exactly Please. what's going to happen. Help him so we can have a shit Save radio show. This man, he He's has brought so chosen. much goodness into our lives. God. Yeah. <sighs> I can't talk about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of that. And I got to close the scary pastor page because, <laughs> yeah, it is very scary. Uh, you want to talk about <sighs> some animation instead? Something cute? Actually, I'm gonna say something scary still. Uh oh. You know what? So I watched the new Kiriko cinematic. Yeah. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, what? I didn't like it. I oh, didn't I'm like shocked it. actually. The I thought animation changed. No, the it the, did. An, the animation changed in a bad way for me. I think they are going in a more like stylized direction with it, and I don't know if it's like just for the Kiriko short. So this is regarding the Overwatch cinematic that just came out to introduce yeah. the new hero, Kiriko. Um, Overwatch historically has had really good cinematics that both you and I have bonded over. I thought we were going to come here and just be like, "Man, what a shit game!" Making good animation again. I liked the short. Okay. Like, I like the story in it. I liked that. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you one one thing, and you're going to be like, I know what he's talking about with the animation. Hopefully. Okay. Do you know what I don't like about the animation? Tell it's, me. It's very TikTok. Oh. Oh. It's yeah. It's very TikTok. There's, there's no more just like, Kelsey, but like, Grandma gave me these powers. I want this. It's, but Grandma gave me these powers. Like, yeah, everybody a lot moves too much. Exaggeration. Yeah. Nobody is still for half a second while they do. The only person normal was her fucking mom because her mom is normal <laughs> and her mom's cool. Her mom just wants good shit for her. But Kiriko is, is young. So I think they're going with that, oh, yeah, like she could be on this level with people. And they're going to that TikTok look of that super, I don't want to say over animated fluid. Yeah. But like people don't move every time they say anything. <laughs> yeah. And it pulled me out of like the whole thing because I was like, you guys kind of ruined it. I still liked oh. the short, though. Yeah. Because it, was a good short, because nice it went message. hard. Yeah, it did. Because it went hard because Grandpa fucking got shot. They fucking shoot that Grandpa right in front of his deaf little granddaughter. <laughs> I straight up was like, <laughs> that's intense. But then she brought him back. Life is good. Yeah. Choked up a little bit. 
because she does sign language and stuff to her. And I was all yeah, like, yeah, that's very sweet. This lady's neat. She's a cool hero. But she moves too much. <laughs> and it bothered like, like, I don't think I can watch it again. I watched Man. it the once and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Now that you say that, I won't be able to watch it without thinking about it. Yeah. It's just I... like I ruined you on diners and dips and <laughs> trucks and whatever the fuck that show is called. <laughs> diners, dips and trucks. <laughs> I'm Man Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just won't learn the show out of principle for how nasty he eats. I love Guy Fieri. Leave him alone. But yeah, like, I mean, I liked it. But then I was just like, am I really going to get into these? Because I'm not going to really interact with this game. Like, am yeah. I going to watch the rest of these? I, I don't know. I I do like the cinematic universe enough that I'm going to keep up with it, I think, just because I enjoy watching them. It's 10 minutes out of my day. It's not a whole lot. I We talked about this a little bit in Friday Roundup, uh, which is our YouTube show that we put out every single Friday. Go watch it. But anyway, <laughs> the um, the urge <laughs> to play Overwatch has not hit me yet, and I'm surprised. I'm like I, not. I literally thought by now I would be like purchasing loot boxes and be on the battle pass and just be fully in the camp of like I guess we're doing this now. But I'm not. No, I think you're good. Yeah, because like I did play it and it's fine, but when I heard more stuff about battle pass stuff. Like, we heard somebody break down, because, alright, so I, I did start playing it. Uh-huh. And there's, like, seven daily challenges a day, and then there's, like, Ugh. five weekly ones or something. That's so fucking much. And it's really not as intricate as we had discussed before, where it's like, okay, get, like, ten kills in this fashion. It's it's not quite like that. Okay. I mean, like, the the one that took the most time was get 20 wins or something. But that Jesus. was like, but that was like a weekly one. Okay. So I mean, in a week, sure, that's like four, four a day. Yeah. And that's just a weekday, or the, or the, or like the week, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one was do, do the roll queue, but you have to pick the one where you can be anything, and you got to do that three Flex times. Flex queue. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, that's how you get a daily, right? But here's the thing: dailies earn you experience. Oh, that's it? They don't earn you coin? The weeklies earn you the coins. Okay. Which means you can only earn... It's 30, 20, and 10. So you can earn 60 coins a week. That's so shitty. And somebody had done the math. And now we're going to do math because we are Yimtope mathematicians here. Robert's got that calculator. 60 times 4. So you roughly earn 240 a month. The battle pass is going two months this time, right? It's 60 days. So basically, at max, you could earn 480 coins. Any old skin, so let's say you were a brand new, fresh player. Yeah. You're pretty much covered. You've got everything from part one. You're only really worried about battle pass stuff from this point forward. Right. If anybody's new and they want part one shit, they have to buy it for a thousand coins apiece. My God. And in two months of play, I have 480. I'm not even halfway what there the to one item. There's got to be other, way, other no, ways it's to earn. It's just the weekly challenges. I hate that so much. And when we heard that, Taylor was like, because she was in the middle of playing a match. 
and she heard that and was like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. And it hasn't been on in the house for about a week, so it kind of killed it. <laughs> it doesn't make you feel good, you know? Not because I don't have everything from part one. Yeah. I mean, I came in a year late, so I was like a year behind on stuff. And I came in when they started going like, oh, legendaries? Insanely hard to drop. We're just going to yeah. give you duplicates nonstop. And so the last six, seven months I played, having probably 75% of the stuff... Yeah. I got duplicates only. Stupid. I have plenty. I, I have a quarter of the items yet to receive, and I get only duplicates for eight months. That is nuts. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just never going to get them. And now I'll never, never get them because I'm not going to play this game for a year to buy five skins. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, that makes you. I. <sighs> that really takes <laughs> out, like, the individualism of Overwatch, you know? Because, like, the yes. fact that you can have. 25 skins for a hero and all these different weapon charms and it's so customizable and like all these different voice lines and sprays and highlight intros that is stripped out of overwatch and it's not a core mechanic but it is something that like made you feel like unique do you know when you were playing it fresh and young right uh-huh when it was like brand let's say you were a year in and you were like oh shit someone's got like that diva skin oh <laughs> Oh, that's a good yeah, skin. Oh, right. I wish that I would get that drop. And then you were like, that's neat. Just because you got to see it out in the wild. Yeah. It wasn't even about you having it. You got to see it out in the wild. No one's going to have these. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't exist anymore, really. I mean, the people that pay for them are going to have them. That's if they can. Because the only... Well, okay. I lied. There is another way to earn coins. Okay. Pay real money. Oh, well, that's not earning. That's just buying. That Yeah, but that's how you get them. You either buy them or grind for months and months and months to potentially have enough for the thing you want. That really strips out the spirit of the fucking game, in my opinion. Like, I know that, like, I could go and not care about cosmetics because I already have my golden guns. I've already got the skin that I love from Overwatch 1. I've got voice lines that I love. I have the one spray that I use on everything. But, like... I could still have an experience where I could go and play Overwatch, but at the same time, I don't want to. It just doesn't feel... <sighs> it doesn't feel the same. As someone that wasn't as into it as you, it's it's not. Yeah. It doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel the same. I actually was like, is there even an arcade mode? I, I like, is there? wasn't even sure. There is. There is. Okay, good. There's not a workshop mode, which I'm like, that sucks. What do you guys do between matches? I mean, workshop mode? Yeah, where you like play Genji Ball and Sleep in the Eight? I have no idea what that is. Oh my god, it's like fan made arcade modes. I know about that, but like, I didn't know that that was a thing you did between. Oh, you mean like not like while you're waiting for a match or while you're waiting for one? Yeah, while you're waiting for a match. Like oh. the five-minute cues, you just sit there, like, stare at the waiting screen. Oh, uh, well. Talk to your friends. I never had that because I didn't play competitive. Oh. Well, I mean, even in regular queue, you didn't get to wait ever? Not really. You just plop right in. Huh. I guess if you're solo queuing, it's different. Yeah, because they just got to find one spot open for me. But if you're six stacking, then you got to find another team that's full of a six stack. So they usually try to match you up in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was just like, oh, yeah, there's a random match. Throw them in there. Hey, oh, get man. out there. Go make that match go. <laughs> what a life. Yeah. It was great. No, I'll always miss Overwatch 1. I, I'm not putting too 
out to pasture. I still want to keep the door open. I might try it. I don't want to say I'll never, ever think about it again. But I like, think I'm going to go delete it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a use for it. Yeah. You know what? No. I will keep it installed for, for July only. Okay. I mean, they're not going to bring Lucille Ball back. Oh, well, then I'm deleting it because there's no point to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> they're not bringing that back at all? I mean, they're done with seasons. Like, they're they're not doing seasonal events but, I mean, anymore. Capture the Flag is still there. Is Cause, it? Yeah, because that was in the arcade when I went in there. That but night. that was made into an arcade mode. Like, Capture the Flag is just a persistent mode now. Oh, I didn't know that because it was never yeah. there when I'd, when, whenever I'd hop in. Mm, yeah. <laughs> It's one of those that they put on rotation in the arcade, but Lucio Ball is like only summer games. I don't know if it's going to be different for Overwatch 2. Are you doing a Google? I am doing a Google. <laughs> will Lucio Ball be in Overwatch 2? Very high search. There will there will be Lucio Ball in Overwatch 2. Okay. Do they so, say when? Uh, no. You should just play Rocket League, man. That's all no. Lucio Ball is. Yeah, but I don't like that one. <laughs> because because you got to do a Z axis as well, and I'm not about that. Oh. Like that's like one too many dimensions. Okay, that's that's too much. Because I've because I mean I've tried it. Because that's what I played first, and then I was like, Lucio Ball's like that, but this is better. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. There's like there's like too much. Plus the people that play that get too hardcore. I've heard yeah. people that play that. Hmm. Yeah, my husband. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I play Lucio Ball the way he plays Rocket League. <laughs> Okay. I mean, like, no joke. Like, like what we hear from him, that's what you'd hear from me. <laughs> okay. I actually found a video on my phone the other day. I, I I was going through it, and it's when I went to Diamond. Oh, my God. You, like, yeah. recorded that moment? Yeah. Dude, I'm like, I think my season high was, like, 3,500 or something. That's amazing. Oh. This forum's from 2019. Oh, no. That's not accurate. <laughs> Here's August... 2022 but that's for overwatch one and they were like it's not gonna be here and that's when they did it like one week apart in august this past year yeah so it's like not searchable i have high doubts that they're gonna bring it back honestly because they are throwing so much into like how do we make the battle pass and how do we like crank money out of this yeah and lucio ball is not a money maker it's just a fun different mode that would be exciting for the fan base and why would they ever do that yeah it's it's not a searchable thing yeah Everyone's i'm like over just, blizzard right now yeah Until i'm extremely Diablo 4 comes out. i was just gonna say i'm extremely nervous whatever the fuck shittery did they do with the, with diablo 2 for you know what? where we, am i <laughs> we gotta see because who knows what they'll do with that it's probably just gonna be microtransaction city probably i mean that's what they're doing with diablo immortal just billions and billions of microtransactions making millions and millions of dollars. But that's all that's important because capitalism guess. rules. <laughs> you know what I have been doing lately? Something that I have been threatening to do for the last like two years. I've been mm-hmm. playing State of Decay 2. Okay. I decided, you know what? I'm just going to get back into it because it is a single player game. Multiplayer is available and I wish that I could get somebody to just sit and play with me forever. Yeah. But so far, everyone that has tried it with me has been like, either it's okay or I hate this game. Please don't make me play it again. So which one of those was me? 
Um, you were kind of in the middle of that. <laughs> I was like, eh, both sound like me. You were too polite to say, please don't make me play it. <laughs> I just love this game. I love being able to get into it and just make your own story. Like, I already killed one of my people like the first 30 minutes in because yeah. I was stupid and was like, I'm going to shoot the big juggernaut. I'll be right in the head from this rooftop. He can't get me up here. And he shook the building and got me down. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> and then just before we were logging on today to do this podcast, I was like, I'm going to get in like a quick half hour. And so I get in and I get a story mission from the warlord, which is the only final perk that I don't have yet. So I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get this. So I make this lady my group leader. She's the warlord path. And I get a story mission for her to like continue on in this quest. I'm like, fuck y'all. Let's knock this out real fast. It's like, go visit this house. And I'm like, easy peasy. Let's do that. It's all the way across the map. And so I'm like, shit, let me get in this fast car because the fast car is going to get me there very soon. I get in the car. I neglect to look at the uh, stamina state of my character. She's okay. So sleepy. She's been awake for several days. I, she's only got a quarter of her stamina bar available to her. Oh and God. it's like waning as we go. So I was like, okay, we're just going to drive out there. We're going to do it real quick. And we're going to drive back. And I had to fucking. So I drove out there. The car ran out of gas when I got there. So I'm like, shit. And I'm searching through these houses for a gas container. And when you have no stamina, you can't swing on zombies because okay. you yeah, got no stamina. Tired. You're tired. And so I'm like searching through all these houses. And sometimes when you're doing a search, it takes a fucking long time. And you just want to like hit the quick search button. But then there's a chance that you're going to make a noise. But I got the stealthy characteristic on this person. So I'm like, I'm not going to make a noise. I'm just going to quick search all this shit for a gas container. I'd be quick searching, make a lot of noise. A bunch of zombies come running. I'm tired as fuck. The car has no gas. I can't go anywhere. It's a feral zombie. One of the fast ones that goes really crazy and starts ripping you up. And I have to like hide in a house. And uh, my my bot teammate, like you can can recruit a follower from your camp to... uh, to fight off zombies as you go out my fucking bot teammate goes down and i'm like shit i have to save her so i sneak up on the feral i hit him with one swing crack knock his little head off of his shoulders fuck yes i'm so good at this game <laughs> then i get my teammate up and we go back to the car and we gas up the stupid fucking car and we get the fuck out of town but it was so stressful <laughs> and i'm like this is why i love this game i really thought you were gonna say i just commanded the bot character to just run into the distance to make them leave and i let him go die i thought about it for half a second i was like i could just let her go i don't need her but then i was like no no man left behind i just love this game it's so much fun i love open world shit i love zombies i love everything about it it makes me happy in my core and I don't know why I don't play this game more. Even as a single player game, I have boatloads of fun with it. And I'm just going to pour my life into that for some time. You know what? You should try Days Gone. I talked about that game a couple years ago. Yeah. Did um, I play that one? I don't think so. That's the one where like, you're kind of where you're Darth Maul. And you have a motorcycle and you exist in a world of freakers. Oh. And the premise of this game is as you go through the story mode, you start finding out that they live in like hordes. So you start having to go to like where they nest at night and you'll have to kill like a thousand at a time and shit. Ugh, fuck. So like 
the biggest, hardest one. There's like a steel mill somewhere, and there's something like 5,000 of them. And when you start it, they start coming, and you have to, like, fig- you got to plan it out and figure out how you're going to end all these dudes. And it's a pretty good story. All right. But it's all open world. Your motorcycle does take gas. So you have to stop at gas stations that are on your route or plan to be able to hit one on your route. And if you... Yeah. There's no carrying gas cans, I don't think. I think if your motorcycle runs out of gas, you have to walk to a gas station somewhere and fill up a gas can there and walk it all the way back. Fuck. Like, if you leave your motorcycle somewhere, it stays where it got left. It doesn't, like, magically transport back to home base. You have to go get it again. Okay. I was, like, super into this game. I played this game, like, way too much. And there's, like, cool. So you start in, like, the forests of Oregon, I think. Then you wind up, like, in, like, like a snowy region. And then you just start going other places. And it's all you trying to find your wife. She was She was helicoptered away the night that the outbreak happened. And you just want to know if she's still alive. So you've been trying to find her for, like, five years or something. Okay. It's a it's a pretty good game. And it's all like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go do the story? Do you want to just go, like, take out freaker zombie things? Like, that's up to you. Nice. And every camp you clear is clear while you're there. But if you leave, oh, there's people there when you come back. So, like, you can't ever, like, because you got to farm supplies, too. Yeah. So, like, sometimes you're like, oh, dude, I know exactly where this flower is that I can use for this potion. Yeah. And it's in that fucking camp and it's always hard to clear that shit out. So you're like, do I really want to clear out this camp again to be able to grab this one resource? And you got to do that kind of shit. Hell yeah. The game is legit and it says it's on PC. So maybe, um, maybe if State of Decay wanes a little bit, you can get into this zombie realm because it was, all right, it was pretty good. It definitely starts you slow. And then like when it's full zombie mode, it's fucking full zombie mode. <laughs> okay. I'll keep this one on my radar. Right. You may like that one. It's, um, I don't know if you like this stuff. Do you like games that do this? This is kind of what makes me not like Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. In battles, it's constantly full of you, like, opening up, like, a weapon wheel, and time will slow down. So, like, things are still happening, but, like, you're mm. like, okay, I'm going to go flamethrower. And then, like, you come back in, and then you use it, and then you're like, oh, I got to run. And then you dodge and go, I'll do a grenade. And you grab that, toss that real quick. So, it's like you're making on-the-fly decisions that how to get rid of stressful. <laughs> it's very stressful. But I, I think mean, I just like described a pretty high stress situation in my game anyway. So yeah, yeah, sounds like something I could get into. I'll say put that one on the back burner. It has a nine out of 10 on steam. So damn. All right. Okay. People like it. Yeah. You want to get zombified? You want to go knock some heads off of shoulders? Let's fill this car with gasoline before we leave. Like a smart apocalypse survivor. All right, guys, if you loved this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get the good yim to open to more fresh new ears. Go grab a buddy and whisper right in his ear, you want to know about yim tope? <laughs> and they'll be like, whoa, that sounds weird, dude. Don't do that to me. And you'll be like, but it's good. You want it? You want to try it? You want it? <laughs> He's good. He's good. And you know what? Do that to him. Every Monday. Do it every Monday until they crack cave and they come <laughs> listen to the show because there's always a new one every Monday. And then they'll be like, I'd rather listen to them than hear that from you. So there you go, guys. That's a way to get your buddies into the show. If you want to talk to us, you can always catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP. 
We talk all kinds of stuff on Twitter. Send us your favorite zombie game. I want to know what zombie game you like living in because Kelsey's been all up in the dying light world. She's been in State of Decay. She's been in not World War Z. You didn't like that one, right? I was in that one, but I, yeah. But like a little bit. Yeah. Uh What's your favorite zombie game? Oh, dude, Dead Island. Kelsey likes that Dead Island. Island. Project Zomboid. Yeah, man. So tell us what your favorite one is. My personal favorite, Plants vs. Zombies. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite one. Okay. Let us know what you think about the new Overwatch cinematics. Are you still intrigued? Do you also feel it's a little too smooth or something? Like, do you get that vibe like I do? Uh, and if you happen to be one of the only few other people that saw Terrifier on the face of this planet, let me know. Let me know what you thought. And you know what? Just as a call to action, you don't really have to tell us much about it, but go see bros. Go, go, go do it. Go support bros, man. That movie deserves it. But again, if you want to be more in touch with us, you want to be able to get to us a little bit quicker than that Twitter, don't forget you can sign up for the Patreon and get in the super secret Discord where we talk episode discussions anime video games we're still got the spooky season channel up because it's still october we're still talking all kinds of stuff we just watched that megan trailer oh my god spooky so god i can't wait for that one so good so feel free to join the patreon and chat with us all the time and all the other patrons that we have because they're in there chit-chatting all day every day it's a good time our community is so good like i i can't overstate how much i love the secret discord this is not a part of the ad it's just like (laughs) i i love you guys so much dude there's so much in there all the time like you're never hurting for something weird yeah or something good you know or good and weird (laughs) it's Uh, all there and like kelsey said we just love you guys the patrons you guys listening at home that may not be in the patreon or anything else but we still appreciate that you're here and you like spending your time with us we just appreciate you guys so much yes our theme song is the grimy purple is the horn by farage please check him out on youtube it's spooky season give him the clicks that he deserves and as always thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question should we like gay media bomb guys no One more important sound we wanted you to hear. This is gay media. You know how how much gay media has thrived beforehand? It's not like this is the first time a gay movie's come out. (laughs) I know. It made me so mad. Like, this movie gives people, it's giving a lot of actors and actresses who are queer like chances to shine yeah and billy actor had this like really well thought out or no it was guy branham the guy who plays like the gay best friend he plays the gay best friend in every fucking movie if you see this guy's face you're like oh gay best friend but i'm looking up his face he is the one who wrote the twitter thread that was like we shouldn't let this bomb because it's giving all these voices to people that are trans and people that are queer and people that just don't get cast in hollywood because of these things i don't know for some reason when you said we should let gay movies bomb my mind went like straight to milk like that movie was oscar nominated yeah and ah we should let that shit fucking die you know who needs to see it that's basically what you if you're saying we should let gay media bomb you're saying even movies like that shouldn't have been big yeah that fucking sucks i hate that